What's up, everybody? Hi, everybody. Hey, Sam, guys. Sam's just giggling in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make me happy. Yes. Um, also, this ginormous thing of popcorn sitting next to me is making me very excited. Hashtag skinnypop.com. So <clears throat> good. Mm. Actually, I probably should stop eating it as we're doing this podcast. <laughs> oh, who cares? People don't hear me chomping or what? It's like... <laughs> It's so gross. But I love well, popcorn. I don't know what to tell you. And I love you guys. And um, what are we doing today? What are we talking about today? Um, I definitely want to dive into the listener emails. Yes. They're always my favorite. Mm-hmm. And people, our listeners that we shout out on our podcast have been writing back. They're like, oh my God, thank you so much for listening. Or oh, they for, have been. I saw. For, um, yeah. You know, answering my question and Hold all on. that stuff. Did um, Holly... Did you? But did you ever email her? Of course I did. And what'd she say? Was she mad that we mentioned her name? No, she wasn't. Because of course I had like so much anxiety after I left that day when we did the <laughs> listener emails last oh, two Claire. weeks ago. I was like, oh shit! I felt so bad. Wrote her. She was very sweet. She said no problem. She said you guys are so funny. She was very very cute. So oh good, Holly. Oh, we still love you. Hope you still love us, Holly. You're beautiful. Yes. yes. My God, she's gorgeous. So gorgeous. Um. We got one last week, actually, and it says, this is this is a good one, because we haven't addressed this since our first podcast, so it's going to be kind of, it'll be good to revamp or rehash. Um, Michelle writes, hi, ladies, love your podcast. Just had a quick question. I was wondering how the three of you got together to do this podcast. Thanks for all the great advice and all the crazy stories that keep me laughing and get me through my work day. Michelle. Thank you, Michelle, for writing in. I feel like we didn't touch too much base on how we really yes. met, though. Maybe well, we should talk about it. Yeah. So everybody <clears throat> should know that um, we didn't just wake up a couple of months ago and start doing this. We've all been in the industry for years, mm-hmm. and we all share the same PR agent, <clears throat> PR person, like Joanne. a publicist, Joanne. Joanne, mm-hmm. baby, shout out to Joanne, J-Dog. Joanne, <clears throat> who's actually. Joanne, I'm sending you prayers because her husband's going through some yes. serious, serious stuff right stuff, now. Yeah. Um, and they have a gorgeous baby boy, Billy. But Joanne's husband is a hero. He's a firefighter and, yes. um, yep. in New York. And he was mm-hmm. around during the whole 9-11 thing. And he just went for um, surgery on his brain for brain yes. aneurysms. And the surgery was successful, but we're still... Thank God. Praying. He's only halfway there. So he's got yeah. a long yes. road ahead of all of them. Yes, but she is so. our PR person. And, and she's not only PR, she's yeah. like a, a she's really a friend. great friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, it's, it goes more than that. Yeah. Right? And she represents yeah. a lot of people. But when they were looking to put somebody together with different energies and different age groups, they said, we want to get somebody from, you know, the younger generation and somebody who has a little bit of more of experience with the older generation. And they put together names on a piece of paper and... It came down to when me, Sammy, and Claire met. The chemistry was just there. And we fell yeah. in love. <laughs> we fell in love because we mm-hmm. all have different perspectives and we're yeah. all going through different stages. But if anybody ever knew us like in person, we're all really good girls. I think so. Yeah. yeah. We right? hope so. We, we hope so. I just keep it that way. But you never know. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thanks to Joe. Good girls and we just speak our minds. And yeah. I think out of everybody, I'm I'm the biggest mouth with the most annoying <laughs> voice, but... Um, Stop. No, but we've also, I've seen, you know, it's not like we never knew each other. Like, I actually, it's so crazy, Claire. Remember how you're like, oh, I saw you at this one OK Magazine party. Mm -hmm. So I was looking through my pictures and there's Claire sitting like two people (laughs) away from me. And I had no idea that that was you. That's so crazy. I realized it's the same person. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually, and Claire looked smoking hot. She was wearing like this black and red. She looked gorgeous. I love that outfit. I know what outfit you're talking about because it was a sick long leather skirt, which sounds gross. No, it was was, like, you look so hot. You had like a sheer black. And I was in a red full leather dress that night too. Yes, exactly. We were this picture thing. I'm like, I look, I look back. I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's so crazy yeah. that I didn't even know that that was you at the yeah, time. And now we're here so together. For you listeners, we, we get invited to a lot of uh, yeah. events, a lot of celebrity events. So, you know, like the OK Magazine party, mm-hmm. Joanne will contact all her clients. So we see each other at the yes, same event. Exactly. Because, you know, they reach out. And they said, we're having this event. Uh, Dr. Oz is having a gala and we get invited to these things. Yeah. So we make friends with other people who are authors and TV personalities and sometimes we click with them and sometimes we don't. Right. Yes. 
And um, and it's also I also consider you guys my friends outside of the podcast yes. too. So and exactly. we're not just work peeps. Yeah. But we don't just like each other. Yeah, we have we each, each other's other. backs all the time. Anybody who ever s- says anything, I feel like I'm I'm like. You guys are my babies. Yeah. Oh, love very these girls. Proud I know. We're guys. very lucky. So, um, all right, let's get into another one, shall we? Okay. okay. Um, I'm now, I'm just double checking that I can say this person's name. Okay. <laughs> well, let's talk music. Oh, just say it. Yeah. Okay. This is from Kayla and she writes, I'm freaking out about what to do with my life. Girl, we have all been there. First of all, just that first. What do you mean freaking out about what? Freaking out what to do about with, well, oh, life. just in what general. Like, exactly. What Everyone has that freak out moment. Okay. She's young though. Okay. So she says, I'm freaking out about, freaking out about what to do with my life. Being a senior in high school, I have a lot of stress on me. My dad is pretty rough on me and wants me to go to college. That's not really what I want. And I don't know how to tell him. Could you talk about what you guys did after high school? Thank you, Kayla. This is such a great topic. I know. It's a really good topic. This is a really great topic to talk about. So thank you for writing in, Kayla. Do you want to start, Sam? Um, Sure. I'll start just um, based on my own personal experiences with my own family. And, you know, when I was going through college, when I was in high school and it was like, well, what are you going to do next? It was so stressful on me. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I... what I wanted, like you, you feel like when you're in high school, like, and you're being pushed to go to college, that you have to pick like your life choices right then and there and figure out what you're going to mm-hmm. do next. Because when you go to college, you, you have to pick a, a major yep. that you want to major in. And like, you know, there was things where I was like, well, I'm very artistic. A lot of people don't know that about me, but I like to draw and I like, I'm like, I like to feel like I'm, I'm an artist. I like to paint and stuff. So I'm creative. So I also like fashion. So at the time I was like, well, I love fashion. I love, you know, drawing, whatever, but I'm also an athlete. Um, I also play, I was a four year varsity, like soccer player in high school. So I loved playing soccer, but I didn't know if I wanted that to be my life or if I just wanted to do it as a hobby. I didn't know if I wanted to have like being an art artistic person as my hobby or if I wanted to do that, whatever. So then I'm like, well, thinking about, well, what am I going to do in my future? Do I want to go into business where I could do everything? It was like, it was so as a 17, 18 year old girl trying to figure out what you're going to do next. I was completely like all over the place. Turns out I checked out FIT in New York City. And if you go there, like you're, it's kind of like at the time, like you're kind of just like, if your major is one thing, that's all, that's yeah. all you can, there's not much leeway. FIT for people that don't know what that is. Oh, it's Fashion, Fashion Institute, Institute Technology. Yes. Right. Technology. In New York City. Right? Yeah. In technology yeah. in New York it's City. A huge, it's a really, really, really huge. It's the best fashion school out there. I yes. Think. But I was like, well, what if I don't like what fashion? Yeah. And then I'm stuck here. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to like it. So my mom's like, well, why don't you just go to a college? And then she's like, well, why don't you play soccer in college? And I could have went to and had soccer. I could could have went to a D1 school and just played soccer, but that would be my entire life. And I said to myself, I don't love soccer that much where I want to wake up and eat, sleep, breathe soccer. So I was like, you know what? I want more in life. So I was like, well, let's knock that out. And then I was like, well... What the hell am I going to do? I have no idea. My, my parents were like, you need to go to college. That's just, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, you have to go to college. And I kind of was like, well, I kind of want to go to college. Because I hear, like, it's fun also. And I I hear, like, if you go to college and you get you get better jobs. Like, this is what I'm thinking in my head. Like, I'm more focused on, like, getting my career, like, a good career. Like, that's what I want for myself. So, at the time, I was like, you know what? I love my family. I love where I live. I want to stay local. I don't want to go far. And it was just hard. I I remember thinking of all this stuff. I was so stressed out that I actually had anxiety attacks. And it was really, really bad. And my, I, even my mom was like, are you okay? And I was so, I literally, my arms would go numb and I would just, I was very overwhelmed. That's so awful. At the end of the day, I chose a college. I was close to my home that I did a, a business major and I was able to play soccer. So I played a D3 school where it was still soccer was like my life, but it wasn't crazy. Mm -hmm. And I went to business where if I wanted to change my major, I could. And I actually ended up changing it. But it was, I feel bad for young kids in school because you really don't know. It, yeah. It's it's well, pressure on you to is. try and figure out your life when you don't need to go to college. First off, you're not supposed to, for, for all you listeners out there, you're not supposed to know what you're supposed to do right out of high school. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a party for the, for the time that you're in your 20s. Your 20s are all about figuring out what it is that you like. It's about failing. It's about being rejected and dumped. And yes. it's about building character. You're not supposed to know Anything in your 20s except for you're just supposed to go for it and keep getting up once you get through your bruises, scars, and scrapes and keep pushing forward. 
In your 30s, that's a time where all, especially women out there, if you want to have children, there's a thing called a biological clock and it's ticking and you pretty much should have your shit figured out in your 30s to where, in which direction you want to head out to. For example, Claire is in her 30s. She is engaged to Dave. She just moved into an apartment with him. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's when you start to- Yes, you're right. So what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to say is that if you are just graduating high school, say, Siggy told me that I don't need to have anything- down i went to monmouth university on the jersey shore in long branch and i got to communicate i knew that i wanted a. I knew that i wanted to be a public speaker like to me i wanted to be the next tony robbins i wanted to inspire people get people in the room and have them you know leave the room energized Mm -hmm. but i i just didn't know what i wanted to do and i just took communication courses and figured it out on my own and guess what life always is going to lead you to where you want to be. I said this in our last podcast. When you plan, God laughs. You can't be the kind of person that's going to be so controlling and try to plan everything because you're going to be surprised by a few slaps in the face. Take it easy. Enjoy your life. Live it. Laugh. Get rejected. Have some fun in your life. You It will all come to you by the time you're in, in, in between 25 and 30 mm-hmm. of where you want it to go. And then in your 30s, you really put the gas on the pedal. You put your foot on the pedal because you really need to have some of your shit figured out. I agree. In yeah. your 30s. Claire, what about you? What do you feel? Um, whenever I first, I actually went to a different, I went to a college in DC first. And then I was there for a year and I loved it. But all I did was, I mean, shocking. All I did was go out. It was like a huge party school. <laughs> that's you. why I loved college. And, but that's the thing. Like, that's why college is so fun. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I, I am one of the very few people that has always wanted to do television. Like, I always knew what I wanted to do. So I had a clear path of what I wanted to take. Um so, and they couldn't really offer me the best courses as far as doing uh, broadcasting and on screen, like on camera stuff. Mm-hmm. So I switched schools and I went to Fordham at Lincoln Center. Uh, Fordham University was a great, great experience. It's where all my best friends, I found all of them there. And, um, but in Kayla's uh, situation, she's saying that her dad is putting a lot of pressure on her. Yeah, it's overwhelming. You know, it is overwhelming. And at the same time, like, I honestly think that you can never be one of my favorite sayings that Dave says, he says you can never be overdressed or overeducated. I think that if you have the opportunity to go to college, Agreed. you should go. Absolutely. I think, you yes, know, it I sounds, love that. listen, I hated high school. I liked the social aspects. I hate it. I'm dyslexic. I'm a B minus C plus student. I never did well in school. I tried. I never missed a homework assignment. I did everything. I'm just not good when it comes to reading and writing. I just wasn't good at it. And my brain doesn't function like that. And so you know, whenever I had to start applying, I applied to 13 colleges. So yeah, 13. And this is like before the, um, like there's like a general application now, like there wasn't really any of that. So I'd apply to 13, 13 different colleges. And I, there is just one application. There's like a, like, Oh my God, I had to write so many different paragraphs. Yeah. There's like a generic one you can do. My stepdaughter just did it one time and it goes out to the schools of your, Oh, I wish that was when I was growing up. It's ridiculous. So, you know, I think that it's it's a pain in the ass to hear your dad tell you, you got to go to college, you got to go to college. And you're like, I don't want to go. If you have the opportunity to go, I oh, I would yes. say go because a lot of people don't have the opportunity to go. I so and agree with college you. College is so much fucking fun. It was fun. so much fun. It's so much fun. You're on your so own for the fun. first time. Yes. And like, you get to figure out what do you want to do. And you know what? Also, this is what my sister is going through. She graduated um, last year and she's you know, she's had a job, but she wants to figure out what she wants for as a career. And she is a math major. And she's like, well, I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, you're really smart. So you should probably go into something with math, but just because you majored in something doesn't mean it has to be your career. Who cares if you were a business major or a math major? They just want to know that you are educated. And I think that that's really great. Maybe in Kayla's situation, she has a loved one that she doesn't want to leave behind. Mm -hmm. Well, there's also a lot of like local colleges out there. I was going to say, I wish I knew Truthfully, I loved college and I, I got in. My grades weren't the best. I got mm-hmm. in through soccer. Yeah. Um, but besides that, um, I don't I probably would have a hard time getting into college. So yeah. I wish I kind of wished I was able to go to like other colleges yeah. that were bigger colleges. I wish that. But um I'm just gonna tell you something I totally forgot what I was gonna say. The best experience <laughs> just go. of your no, life. Wait, go. So wait, it's so um, much. Oh, fun. this is what I was gonna tell you. I wish I knew also if you don't have if for people that don't have it 
that much money because college is extremely expensive. College is so expensive. I wish I knew that you, that you can at the time go to a community college in your town and take your general ed courses and then go to a college for the last two years and finish up your major. Let me tell you And something. it will save you, save you money. On top of that, because I'm talking from experience, when I went to college, my parents moved out of the country. And I went on a special program at Monmouth University. Wow. It was called EOF program. What's that? People are like, oh, Siggy, you look at it. was an equal opportunity funding program. Hmm. 90% of my college education was funded from the state. Wow. And from the federal government. Wow. Today, there are so many grants. Oh, yeah. Now, now a grant is a loan that you do not have to pay back. A loan is something that you have to pay back. There are so many different programs of money available for you to get educated. Yep. It's crazy. It Where do you find these? Well, what happens is, is that you usually have to go to your guidance counselor. Oh, okay. At school. And then you contact the state and you contact the college of your choice and you see if there's anything else. But when I tell you how much money is, is, is hanging around waiting to be given to children so they could it's have an, know. A, an opportunity to get educated. Cause here I was, I was living in this country. I didn't have anywhere. I mean, I didn't even, I was scared and I got a special wow. grant. The EOF program, <clears throat> Monmouth University saved me at Monmouth University. And I was able to wait tables at TGI Fridays and go to school and do everything that I wanted to do and pursue my dreams. And I would never take it back for the world. And see, all of us here went to college and we all loved it. Loved yeah. it. So what's her name? Kayla. Kayla, Kayla. You, you, if you have the opportunity, I think you should just try it out. Because if you don't like it, you don't have to go anymore. Yeah, exactly. So I would I would give it a shot because to be honest, like Claire said, my, some of my best friends to this day are from college. Mm -hmm. And I had the time of my life while I was mm -hmm. in college. And you, you learn to grow up. That's yeah. when you were on your own. Like I didn't have to tell my mom when I was coming home anymore. Right. Exactly. You're kind it's of like the best. You're, you're an time. adult. Yeah, it was the best time. So yeah. I, I have to agree. I think you should just give it a shot and talk to your parents. So and Kayla, if they're giving you the opportunity, yeah. do it email us where you're going okay? yeah yeah <laughs> let's know yeah um okay the next one is pretty nice and juicy wow so it's a juicy it's a long one but it's a good one all right hold on let me make sure i can say your name <laughs> do you ask them if you could say their well, name usually they'll say you know, oh like anonymous don't read whatever. My name. yeah mm -hmm. um it doesn't say anything no name no i have her name oh okay okay Jake. okay her name is Vanessa. Vanessa says, first of all, love your podcast and being a Jersey girl myself living in Puerto Rico, hearing you guys makes me feel like I'm back at oh, home. Oh, nice. Yay, right? Vanessa. So nice. Cute. Okay. Well, I have kind of a situation. Two years ago, I was engaged to a toxic and insecure man. He was very verbally abusive and controlling. One day, I had enough. And three months before the wedding, I broke up with him and never looked back. And it was the best you. thing I ever did. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Good job, Proud. Vanessa. Good job. Okay. Now, the only problem was, was that he's my cousin's best friend. His And P.S., my cousin is a girl, a female. So after our breakup, I would see all these pictures of him with my cousin, hanging out and going on vacation with my family on my cousin's Facebook page. Um, after a couple months, I decided to block her on Facebook. A couple more months her went by. Cousin. Yeah. A couple more months went by and I started hearing all these rumors that they were romantically together. <gasps> so I confronted them both about this and they told me there was nothing going on. She continues with, I really didn't care if they were, but the fact that I was going to marry this man and after all the shit he put me through, I didn't really want him around me or my family. Totally understandable. Totally. Now, Anyways, fast forward a couple months. It was around March 2005. I received a random text from my cousin saying that she was going to live with him and that they're in fact together. And she asked me for forgiveness and she felt bad that I told her no, that she told me no, um, even when I had no problem with it. Um, the only thing that made me sad is that she didn't have the balls to tell me in person. Now, every time we have a family function, he's there, which makes everything so awkward. Oh. I get mad because when I see him, because of all the shit, all the stuff he put me through, um, and my relationship, my relationship with my cousin has suffered. So every time we're together, we never touch on the subject. I love her. And I know it's hard, but I know it's hard to believe. I'm not mad at her. I'm just pissed off at that pathetic loser. Obviously, she talked about her ex-fiance. What should I do to keep, what should I do? Keep on ignoring him like I've been doing or tell him what I feel about the situation that he created for my cousin and I. 
Would love to know what you girls think um, about this. I think you need okay. to pl- blame your cousin also. Okay. Oh, Vanessa, this is so sticky. Vanessa, I am not sticky I'm not situation. Nice. I will cut so my cousin easy. out of my life. It's okay, so easy. I want to hear from both of you. It's okay. so easy. Sid, go first. Vanessa, you are 100% right. When you break up with somebody, the last thing you need is for your family and friends to make the situation uncomfortable for you. Here's what you need to do. You need to ignore this toxic person and you need to say for the time being, your relationship with your cousin has got to end. Yes. Watch this. It's so easy. She's your cousin. She's not your mother. She's not your sister. You don't live under the same roof. You got to grow up and realize that you cannot have a relationship with your cousin at this time. You love your cousin. You wish her health and happiness. But if you allow this relationship and it is already allowing it to get into your brain, into your heart and into your soul, it's not living a healthy life. Say goodbye, wish them the best and stop showing up. Not every holiday function is with your cousin. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, mine, well, it, depends. it depends. Mine is like my, most of my, um, my family is very close. So any like, no, but I'm talking about together. weekends, dinners, no. yeah, yeah. your family. I understand Thanksgiving, Christmas, right. Easter, whatever it is that you're celebrating. There are ways of ignoring people, even if they're in the room with you. That yeah. is just very uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. I, I am, there's nothing to do. They're, they're listen, living together. If I am breaking up with the guy who I'm supposed to marry three months before I end it, why the first picture I see with my cousin and that guy, I would lose all my shit and my cousin. I would be like, what the F are you doing? Slow your all. You're, I don't want you to have any part to do with this guy. Who's more important to you? Some random guy or your family? At Ooh, the end of the day. That's a good one. You know what I mean? We're blood. No, who is right. this guy? This guy, you know what? This is somebody who I had a relationship with. It clearly wasn't working out with me and him. Why are you now hanging out with this person? That's hurting me to see this go on. I would have put a kibosh on it like that. You're, the you're first right. picture I would have saw it. Because that's my family. That's my cousin. Yeah. To have it progress and prolong, I would lose my I, shit on yeah, my I'd be really hurt. I no, would be extremely Especially hurt. in Vanessa's case because this didn't just end where, you know what, we outgrew each other. I wish you nothing but the best. You were no. a great boyfriend. This guy was sick. He, he sucks. sucks. Right. You know what? My my advice to Vanessa is- He's I mean, a leech. That's yes. the thing is that this guy is obviously, he obviously sucks. And <laughs> I think hopefully eventually her cousin will see that he's a big douchebag because he'd even think about dating his ex-fiance. No, he you. was doing it to try no. to get to you. Totally. He's being such a douchebag. Our cousin can't get a guy on her own. He clinged on to the cousin to make Vanessa yes, jealous. Exactly. Come on, guys, if you don't, he's a leech mm-hmm. and he found a way of getting in and sucking the life out of her cousin. Vanessa, this relationship is going to also end with him and your cousin, but you can't have anything to do with it and you can't be around it. So if you can't go to a holiday dinner for a year or two, sorry, then you're not going to go if you can't handle yourself, but I'm on your side, Vanessa. I am totally on Vanessa's yeah, side. I'm, I'm on Team I'm on Vanessa. Vanessa's side. Mm-hmm. Team I think Vanessa. your cousin's really shitty and I think your ex-fiance oh, is really your shitty. Your cousin's insecure and living vicariously through you. She so can't think weird. She can't get a man on her own. So the first person who's paying attention to her, even though he is not in love with her, she is going to grab yeah. onto this. Yeah. Agreed. Oh my God. I feel bad for you, Vanessa. So do I. That's really crap. I would, you know what? That would bother me. Yeah. If my if I was dating she's right. for instance, if I was even dating somebody and like my cousin or my sisters, for instance, ever started talking to that person or hanging out with them after we broke up, I would I would lose all marbles on them. I'd be so I pissed. Would, I would be so upset and I would be so hurt. Yeah. That's hurtful. So you're not wrong, Vanessa. Don't worry. Shit's gonna come around. That's all okay. I'm gonna say. That's karma. That's for, like so bad. I'm gonna have an experience. Um Let's just say this happened. My sister, when she was really young, you know how the girls are in the groups like um, your daughter is, Ziggy, you know, in cliques and groups and all, they're all friends and everybody, mm-hmm. you know, my, my sister was really young. She made a mistake and started ho- hooking up with this guy who used to hook up with her one friend. And we were like, you know, what are you doing? You know, you don't do that. That's not right. You don't do that to your friends. And she was growing up. But she was right. really, really young. And it ended up like being this huge divide in the friendship in the group of girls. And it was like, 
really messed up. And at the end of the day, they broke up and like, he was like, you know, and she, and she now learned through that whole experience not to do that. And it wasn't the best experience, but it caused like such a big, crazy fight. And like my poor sister, I would feel bad. They would torment my sister and they did really nasty things to my sister. And like, there was a couple of times where I've actually felt bad, but I'm like, you know, this is why it's happening. And and she learned a lesson, Mm -hmm. but it was really, it was just, it's not a good situation for anybody to ever do that to anybody at any time or be in, be involved in that situation. So just stay clear of anybody's boyfriend, girlfriend, like where are your friends, family or cousins, friends at this point. I have a Sam. I want to see your face. Uh, I have a person who's very close in my life. Okay. She was married to a man that didn't work. He didn't bring home the bacon when they wanted to. So she was the breadwinner. Yes. When they wanted to have sex, he'd be like, I'm not into it. Ew. And always give her excuses of why he didn't want to have sex with her. So he was like a stay at home dad who didn't do shit. Does he He literally, he borrowed money from her family for his business ventures that never amounted to anything. And they got divorced. Good. Okay. Okay. Okay, That makes sense. He is now marrying her second cousin. (gasps) Get out. He's getting married to her second cousin. And there's a war in the family. It's awkward and it's inappropriate. See, I would kill. And Sam, but Sam, (gasps) her second cousin is a weakling who couldn't go out there. And so the first guy that actually gave her any attention, just like Vanessa's cousin. Mm Mm-hmm. She took it like, wow, I would rather be with somebody who's toxic than be single. So I'm just, I know he's using me. I know he doesn't love me. But there are women who are weak out there. That's awful. I agree with you. That's it. And then I, and then when I see her, I said, how does it, she goes, it's, it's the most bizarre thing. My grandmother's involved. My father, like, it's so sad. It's sick. sad. But you know whose fault it is? It's Vanessa's cousin's fault yes you open the door instead of saying you know family comes first and you're toxic and i saw the way you treated my cousin yeah to the left to the left she said oh i saw you the way you treated my cousin but are you paying attention to me oh come on in hi i would love to know can you can people write in their stories because i feel like this happens more often than we think i would love to know if if you know, with friends or anything, this happens to people. Yeah. So anybody out there, if you have a story that's similar and it's incestuous or something happened within mm. the family, we want to know about it. Please write us in because yeah. dear just saying at gmail.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys ready for another one? Yes. Okay. This one is from Amber. Sam, Claire, and Siggy. My name is Amber and I'm in love with this podcast and I listen to every single episode. Thanks, Amber. Thank you, Amber. Amber, Amber, I love your name. I know, I love that name. Such a good name. Pretty name. Um, I just got done listening to Claire's story about people being catty over engagements (laughs) and I have a story um, you wouldn't believe, so I'd love Siggy's input on the situation as a love expert as well as Sam and Claire because I know you both have sisters. Okay. Let's hear it. Bring it on. I went to school with a girl and I'll call her sister number two. Sister number two was dating her big sister, aka sister number one's fiance's younger brother. I'm already confused. Okay, let's do it again. Ready? (laughs) Sister number two. Two sisters. Is her friend. Right. There's two sisters. Two sisters. Oh, okay. Sister number two was dating sister number one's fiance's brother. Got Got it. Okay. So this pair of sisters is. With a set of brothers. Okay. Yeah. Makes okay. Sense. Got it. Sister number one has been engaged to brother number one for a year and have been together for over three years. Mm-hmm. They're planning a beautiful wedding this summer. As the date approaches, sister number two decided to elope with brother number two <gasps> in order to be the first sister to get married. Disgusting. Disgusting. I'm wait, on sister wait. number two's side. Wait. At Is the it, age of 18. No, sister number one. Sister I'm, number one. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Did you get the zinger? She's 18 years old. Number two. So. Okay. So age, I'm going to tell you. Affect me. Wait a second. Amber. 18, getting married at 18. Don't think that's crazy. Yes. It's crazy. But she's doing. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. Sorry, there's Hold more. On. There's more. Hold on. Wait a second. What? Amber. So far what I'm getting is sister number two has always been jealous of sister number one. Sister number two is not as pretty as sister number one. <laughs> sister number two wants all the attention at the age of 18. It's called spoiled. She will regret yeah. this. But sister number one has got to be kind to her sister because that 
the type of family you can't get rid of. It's not a cousin. Yeah. It's not a cousin or anything. Okay, okay so there's more. On. Ready? But that's not enough for sister number two, the one who got married and elo- who eloped. Sister number two decided she wanted a big wedding on top of already being married and picked the date of the weekend of her sister's big wedding. Okay, what? it's the family's issue now. The right? mother and Come the father had to get up. This story so, sounds a little crazy. The parents in, order, in order not to cause a fight, sister number one postponed her dream wedding. Stupid. Nope. Then she asks us, was sister number one right to postpone her wedding for no. the sake of the family? Because if it was me, I'd disown my sister if she pulled that. Amber, Amber Agreed. I think the story That's is crazy. Loony. I think the story is loony. Okay. It's so crazy. Who the hell does that in a family? Sister number two has issues and the parents are, let me just, she's like the Rob Kardashian of the family. Oh. No, no, what? No. Some people have oh real my issues. God. I got it. And you got to tip, tiptoe around them. So the mother is probably frantic and saying to sister number one. You've always been the special one and the good one. We have issues with the younger one. Is there okay? And sister number one has always had to, for the sake of the family, her parents probably begged her. Amber, the parents are wrong in this situation. Mm-hmm. The mother and father set the precedent for everything. Yes. And they should have said, you eloped. You already had your day. Your sisters had this day down on the calendar. Agreed. And she's going to ha- get married. You already eloped. How dare you even elope? But you wanted to do that. It's already out there. You made your big splash. You realize that it wasn't enough. You want to have a big spectacular day. You will wait until after your sister's wedding. Exactly. That is how I feel about it. And I'm not changing my mind. I agree 100%. There is no way. First off, if I was sister number one, then I would ever let my crazy ass sister make she, me change my wedding. Sister date. number one. You know one what goes on in a wedding? A you know how many, goal. how much planning and everything that goes into a wedding? Like, hell no, would I ever change my date for an See, eight, my 18 year old? I feel bad for sister number one. Sister. You do. And, and, and I can't believe this happens in real life. I'd be like, shut up, you're 18. Shut up. You can't even have a drink. I like, cannot go believe away. this happens in real life. Yeah. I would literally be like, my parents would never allow that to happen. No. But that's why I say it's parents. Yeah. The parents have to put that. This 18-year-old is a brat and no one's... Everyone's she's so bratty. She's clearly just ruling the roost over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sister At 18 one, years old. You know what sister number one should do? Get pregnant. I'm kidding. Beat the shit out of her. No. <laughs> sister number That's one. What I would do. Me and my sisters would... We would, we would fight. Mm-hmm. We would oh fight too, Sister probably. number one should go back to her original wedding date and go along with the wedding. On the original date, she should not switch the dates. I would never... Mm-hmm. That's, what That's a crazy story. Crazy, right? Crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Amber, for writing into us. Thanks, Amber. Wait, I want to go wait, back Amber, to your I comment. I want to know what happens, though. Can you write yeah, us back? Yeah, can you let us know? We're dying to find out, like, what oh, happens yeah. with the wedding. So please write yeah. us back. Oh, yeah, I want to know. Listen to me. Karma. Sister number two is in trouble. Yeah. yeah. She's still so. young. She's a whole lot of length. Um, Sam, so wait. Sam said that eight, she didn't care about the age of the, the sister being 18. You don't find that shocking that she's getting married at 18? I don't think it matters how old you are when you get married and whatever because I know people that have been married for like when they got no, older no. people that got married when no, they were young as hell and, and they live, they're happily together right now. I don't care how old yeah, you the are. the maturity level of exactly. the 18 year old. That's what I'm saying. She's coming from a bad When place. I was 18, I was in a three year relationship and this was the love of oh, my yes. life. Right. But this is well, it ended. But at the time, I was yeah. like, at the time, I was like I young and dumb, but and thought I was in a serious relationship. I tell- so I could see where she's coming from, but clearly he was nothing. And I was just young and dumb and had many boyfriends after that. But um, at the time, when you're when you're 18, you don't think. Yeah. You don't you don't know any better. You're only eight. Mm-hmm. I used to you're think 18, I used to think 18 was old. Now oh that I'm God. 28, I look back, I'm like, 18 is such a baby. And, and, and I, when I used to think that 28 was like old as hell. So All right. You know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let me just say something. I'm 48 and I think that's a baby. I'm a baby. I think it's so young. It's I used to think growing up that 28 was old and like 18 was like, I am on my own. I get, God. I can get lottery tickets when I'm 18. I can vote. Like I thought I was old as hell when I was 18. I, never, oh my I look God. back I think at 18 is like a baby. I think about sister number two and I think about 18. I, I can't even believe Amber, that story. I cannot believe that this brat is just acting like she is the godfather of this family. Yeah, she's, she's right. setting all the rules and everyone is just catering to her. Yeah. I just want she's sister number one 
to just have this is a crazy story to me i I don't know if this happens in real life (laughs) i want sister number one to have her dream wedding (laughs) me too i'll probably beat the shit out of me he's crying about sister number one's dream wedding i I don't because i don't like when people could you imagine you go out in life and you've got to look over your shoulder because everyone's going to look to take you down you're not going to find many good people out there but you know what you have that attitude and you find good people like i found sammy and claire and you just start collecting yeah. good people in your life but that person who's against you is your is your sister like that to me is like listen i have a younger sister her name is iris her whole life no one knew her name no one knew her name they're like your siggy's sister <laughs> Wait, I mean, there's a good story and and and, and iris would be like yep yeah, that's my sister does she ever go to sleep is she always this loud does she oh, <gasps> oh my everywhere goodness. you went people were like your siggy sister oh you could come over here oh you're sick because i was always with the personality and the mouth mm-hmm. and popular but i was always for the underdog my sister used to say out of all the people in the world my favorite person is my sister because at the <gasps> end so of the cute. day that is beautiful she said my sister has a heart of gold she really means well and mm-hmm. she's always exhausted from being herself meaning it's I love that. I wouldn't want to. So I'm looking at my baby sister going, Iris, you're the cutest human being in the world. You never try to like, you know, take me down or give me jabs. Mm-hmm. In this family, you've got the younger sister trying to take down the older sister. That's not normal to me. See, no. to me, that's not normal. It's not. My sisters are my best friends. Like, we we may bicker and fight growing up. We may yes. bicker and fight. But if anybody said one thing about any of us. We were ready to throw down. Like that's how we felt to this day. I love my sister so much. I even say this through all the bullshit I took them through with the show and everything. They have never once not supported me. I love that. I, my sisters, I, I I sit in in awe. I'm in awe. I'm in awe. I love my sister so much. I love my family so much, but I just can't say enough good things about that. That's how a family like your sister, right. you have a bunch of sisters. Like that mm-hmm. to me is yeah. how a family should be. And let me just say something, guys, if you're listening out there, even though I know family, we fight. Like, like I had an time. argument with my father yeah. and I was being very disrespectful and I was like, whoa. And I was looking around the room and I said, and I started crying. I'm like, Iris, I'm talking about, she's three and a half years younger than me. I can't believe that you're not defending me. I'm going to get you for this one. Like we mm-hmm. fight. You know, yeah, we fight. At the end yeah. of the day, she's like, Siggy, when you calm down, you'll realize that you might've overstepped your boundaries a little. Like, but I'm just saying to not have my sister support. Mm-hmm. No, it's off. It's like, yeah. To not have my mother. I, 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 I would. I, mm-hmm. Amber. I'm obsessed with the story. I know. It's a really good story. Amber, we have to hear more of how this, yes. this plays out. Okay. She's going to write us back. I just know it. Okay. Ready for another one? Yeah. Yes. Oh, we have a lot. Yeah. Cool. This one is from Rhiannon. And from she, who? Rhiannon. Like Shannon. That's a cool with a, name. With Rhiannon, yes. Rhiannon. I, like I know, it. it is cool. Um, okay, you guys are going to love this one. Okay. It says, hey, ladies. Uh, love the podcast since day one. I listen to my car or at work. It's nice to join in the conversation or yell out, yes, totally, Claire, when I agree with whatever topic is going on. So... By the way, thanks for the shout out. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Um, so me and my husband have been together for five years. His previous girlfriend had cheated on him and left him jaded. So it was a huge obstacle uh-huh. to put the pieces back together. Uh-huh. Fast forward four years later and his ex-girlfriend works with my brother now. And <gasps> Small he, world. And he started to befriend the ex-girlfriend. It bothers me because she hurt my husband and I will always protect him and his heart. Would this bother you or am I feeling insecure? How would you handle this? BTW, I've recommended your podcast to my friends. Thank you, oh, Rhiannon. Thanks, Rhiannon. Okay, so what um, would you guys do? So well, she's my brother in a situation. Sign and tell him how yeah. I feel. Yeah. Um, I would call the ex and threaten her not to come near my brother or my family. Wait, wait, wait. wait I forgot. They work, they work together? So it's... It's Rhiannon's husband's ex-girlfriend. Works with the brother. Works with Rhiannon's brother. How? So who was working where first? Was he where? I would think that's fishy. Like this. I think that's fishy. Why are they working together in the first place? They, just they all ended just, up in the same place. Yeah, it, it says, it's, 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 says she now works with him. So I don't know. 
I would pull my brother aside and say, okay, you work together. You can be acquaintances. I don't want her to know anything about my family. You don't tell her anything. Hi and hello, goodbye. And you leave it at that. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Because you don't want to. Now, she's probably going to say things to the brother. The brother's going to tell you. The brother's going to tell her things. She's just trying to get to the brother. She's a leech. Because it's these insecure women out Mm -hmm. there. Insecure. So here's what happened. She had a great guy. She cheated on him with every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there. She thought that this guy was going to love her forever. This story sounds so familiar to me. (laughs) Oh, I'm just the queen of the queen, and I can go spread my legs for every Tom, Dick, and Harry, and it's never going to catch up to me. And then one day... Somebody huffed and puffed and blew her house down and it caught up to her. And this man woke up and said, what the hell am I doing in this relationship? It could be him. Right. And he walked away and he found a beautiful woman. This beautiful girl. How exactly. Do you know her name? Rhiannon. Rhiannon. And Rhiannon has had obstacles to try to bring this guy because he yeah. was so hurt before. She's worked on this relationship, on this marriage. And they're wonderful. And they're living in their in their, in their gated you know, house with the gate and everything's great. And now all of a sudden this leech is going, I can't believe this. Yeah. Wow. Look what I lost. I thought I was going to be able to spread my legs and get away with everything. Hold on. Let me find out about family. Oh, I see a brother. Mm -hmm. I see my opportunity. And your brother has got to see this for what it is. And he needs to stay away from her. Couldn't See, agree yeah. with you anymore. Agreed. Everything Claire, you said is everything that I was going to you. say. Yeah. Said it beautifully. Okay. We've got time for one more. Okay. All right. This one's good too. All of these are really good. So yeah. guys, if you're listening out there and you want to tell us a story or I need some advice, our email address is dear just saying S A Y I N at gmail.com. I also got Instagram things. I could shout them out in yeah. there. Okay. Now, here we go. This is from another Kayla. Look at that. Okay, here we go. Um, thank you for doing such a great job in the podcast. I look forward to it every week. Thank you for listening every week. Thank we you. appreciate that. My email is about dealing with toxic in-laws. I've been with my husband for <laughs> I love over, this topic. I know, so do I. <laughs> it's so bad because I just it's so many people deal with this. Yeah. And it's very mm-hmm. relatable. Um, okay. I've been with my husband for eight years, married for over a year. It seems we have progressed through our relationship. Um, It seems as we've progressed through our relationship, my in-laws have consistently made things more difficult for us. When we were just dating, everything was great. We didn't live together and we basically did everything with their family. We moved in together about four years ago. Then things changed. They began to guilt trip him for being for just about everything. Mainly he was quote unquote, never around. And now that we're married, it's gotten so bad to the point where I no longer want to be around them. They like to have control over those around them. I see them do it with other family members. When it comes to my husband, I see them trying to manipulate him so they can get them, they can get whatever they want. They believe even though he's 28 years old and married that he, that they should still come first in his life. My husband and I never argue except for when it comes to dealing with it, with this. He has tried to discuss this with them to try and find a mutual understanding, but they don't respect what he has to say. I wish my relationship with them was healthier. And I know in my heart that I've tried to show them that I want a better relationship with them, but it never, they never seem to make the effort to get closer to me, which causes me to be constantly disappointed and hurt. In any other situation, I would end this relationship because it's so unhealthy. But in this case, I obviously can't do that. How do I protect my heart from the constant disappointment? And how can I protect my relationship with my husband from being negatively affected with their attitude? It's a lot of go. You have to, you're married to this guy and that's yeah. his family at the end of the day. Yes. Uh, yes. You just have to let it go in one ear and out the other and let it go and stop like focusing on this it. This is what you have to do. I have a saying, you have to act as if you're Jackie O. Okay. And what does that mean is Sam was absolutely right. You cannot go into war or have any other, t- you have to kill them with kindness. Yes. Mm-hmm. And everything that they do to you that's inappropriate or doesn't sit well with you, you have to swallow it yeah. and look the other way and not take it offensively yeah if you're doing your best let them go and figure out other ways of you just have because it gets very very tricky i my ex-husband mark is very very and still is very very close to 
his parents, Ronnie and Alan. And during the relationship, the, his parents sometimes came before me. And it was a huge problem in my marriage. And I first used to get very, very hurt by it. And then I just realized I'm not even going to fight it. Just going to roll with it. And I started rolling with it. And to my surprise, I established a great relationship with my, with, with my in-laws because I was, I was looking at it as in a different light, in Mm -hmm. a different approach. And for example, so one day I said, Oh, um, Ronnie, um, Mark doesn't think we need a, a, a new dishwasher, but you think we need a new dishwasher. And since he loves his mama a lot more than he loves his <laughs> wifey. So do you understand? I just got Sammy yes. Claire to laugh. I almost like lightened up the situation where Mark, I know how much you love your parents. And his parents are like, yeah, he does love us. So, much. <laughs> so meanwhile, I was winning both of them over. Right. I mean, and it made, yeah. the, it made my mm-hmm. life easier. I think it's uncomfortable when um you don't want to... F- it's very uncomfortable if you're fighting with your husband or wife's in-laws. It leaves everything, like family part... Every, it's just an uncomfortable situation. So if you can just let it go, that's the best option. You, It's it's never good. Now, not everybody gets along with their in-laws. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've seen it all too... One too many times, but I, I know that it's never good if you fight with your in-laws because exactly. who's your husband going to side with? His his Mom and dad? Yeah, they raised him. Well, raised him true. or you? The husband will you don't side want with him the to wife pick. if he's a good husband, mm-hmm. but he will always have animosity because in his yeah. heart of heart- It's never good. He, it, it will never be good. It's never a good situation. It yeah. will never be. Right. No. So I say, you know, kill them with kindness. Agreed. Make fun. Go do something. Find another angle to go in there and get your point across. Yeah. And also avoid if you don't have to call them for everything. <laughs> Only do yeah. things when they call right. and want to do things. You don't have to constantly, you know, have this type of relationship where you're forcing it to You happen. don't have to be best friends with your in-laws. Like, no. yeah, that's not normal. Diffusing so it by saying, oh my God, like when Joshua was getting into school, you know, and I'm talking about when he was a baby and I'd be like, okay, let's, um, I would be like, um, Nana, I'm having a problem with Joshua and his pacifier. He wants his Lala all the time and he's about to, he's, three, you know, five years, whatever it was, he was three and a half and he still wanted his Lala. And I know, you know, Mark thinks I should just take it away, but I feel bad when he cries and I just want him to have something soothing. Mm-hmm. And I know how much he values your opinion. So when you actually show them, oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just good. It's it just, is. It I just agree. works. It just works. It works on every on every angle. Yeah. Wait, since you have so many sisters, mm-hmm. does, and they're like half of them are married. <laughs> that more than yeah, half, more than half of them are married. Yeah. Does anybody have any issues with their in laws? No, they're actually really lucky. I'm sure. You know what? My sisters are really good about. Um, if there's a problem, we usually don't hear about it until it's been resolved, oh, so good. that we don't ever see. Kind of, we'll never look at our my brother-in-laws is like bad. You know what That's I mean? Good. So like, yeah, because, or like their family is bad. Cause it's like, Oh, it's almost like a joke. And we're like laughing about it. Yeah. Cause I feel like sometimes, I mean, I used to be a really big person who did this all the time. I would be like, fine. my boyfriend, I'd go straight to my mom and be like, Oh my God, he did this, blah, blah. And then she's going to have her own That's opinion. All she's going to yeah. know. She's not going to listen to all the other great things. She's going to hear about me being upset about that yes. one time. He didn't text me when he got home. So, I mean, my sisters are really lucky, but you know, so they're all newly married. So I don't know, maybe in a couple of years from now, I might have a different story <laughs> to tell you, but so far so good. Oh, also I forgot to tell you at the end of this email, she writes, P.S., Regarding um, a couple weeks ago, I recently read that people with type O positive blood attract bugs much more than any other blood type. I have type O and it it seems like bugs follow me all around. I don't I'm know what I am. I don't know. Remember we were talking oh, about the bug bites? I don't know what, what blood type I am. I'm type O. It's blo- I don't know what type are you? I am. I don't know what type I am either. I don't know. Fine, yes, maybe I don't we're know. O. <sighs> maybe you are. You should find You're out. Mm-hmm. That, wow. How do you find that? You just get blood work? Yeah. They'll tell you. you. Yeah. I'm not getting blood because I would have remembered O. It's either A or B, right? Yeah. And there's a positive, right? Or negative. I don't know. I'm not to find out. I don't know to figure it out. But anywho. Thanks for the insight. Yeah. (laughs) And thank you so much, everyone, for writing in. Sam, did you have any that you wanted to bring up? Oh, let me save them Um, for next. They're not really any stories, but they're shout outs. I have one. I have one. Oh, do you have a story? Sig. I have shout outs. Okay, so this adorable guy, Anthony, reached out to me and he is, I feel so I, my heart breaks for him because he. Oh, it was he this is from a, chemist- a guy. Yep. Oh, nice. Love it. So Anthony found a chemistry with a girl in Florida. He thought that she was his soulmate. Um, he moved 
from the tri-state area to Florida. Nothing is working out. Um, It's nonstop fighting. Um, She's been, this this girl was single for five years. And now that they're living together, um, she's just not used to, I guess, you know, the reality struck her. And she thought that they were better as just lovers with a little bit of distance between us. She's picking, she's stressing him out. Um, He moved to Florida to find peace. And he really, really loves her. And he wants, he really wants this thing to work out. And he doesn't want to move back to the tri-state area, but he's thinking after his next paycheck, he is going to leave Florida and move back here. I think he sh- they should end it. I think they definitely should end it. But why does he have to move back? That's what I said. I think they should end it. And I think you should stay in Florida. Yeah. Start well, a new life. Unless yeah. his family. Unless if he wants. Unless, right. Yeah. But unless you're really not enjoying that yeah. beautiful weather. Cause I'm there once a month and it's <laughs> gorgeous yeah. there. It's true. Um, Anthony, you know what? I give you credit and listen to me. You took a huge risk. And you moved yourself down there for love. And because this woman was used to having things her way, and maybe she's not one that does well in relationships, that doesn't mean that you have to give up on love. You don't have to give up on Florida unless you want to. But you should really feel good about, even though the relationship has to end, you should feel good that you were willing to give it. You gave it a shot. Exactly. Because now you know, you know what? You'll never have that feeling. Oh my gosh, what if? You know, you yes. you were a man and you had the courage to Claire just pick said up it. and move. Claire mm-hmm. just said it. You are a man. You aren't a wussy. You went up there. You said, here I am. This is what I'm willing to do to make this relationship work. Yeah. She was the one that was like, I'm not willing to do this. So now you have two choices. You could you have to end it and stay in Florida if you like it. You're not leaving Florida just because it didn't work out with this girl. Don't give her that much power. Yeah. Unless you want to, Anthony. I'm all for you. But I'm going to be honest with you. Um. My cousin, my one cousin, he was in a rut and he was dating. He couldn't find somebody here. He's just like unhappy. He was dating all these, nobody that can complete him. And he's older. He was 29 and he decided to up and leave and go to California where my other cousins were living. So he went and he, he started life. He got a job out there, bought his own house out there and now has a baby with somebody and they're going to eventually get married. And he upped and left Mm -hmm. and went somewhere new and found a great career. He's with my family out there. He found a, a woman who completes him. He has now a, ba- a beautiful baby and he's happy. And that's all that matters. So you never know what can happen if you if you want to stay somewhere or up and leave and give your life some new mm-hmm. excitement. Exactly. You know yes. what I mean? Breathe some um, new life Do you have time to just do a quick shout out? Yeah. Okay, so this is from Cutesy08. Um, she goes, I just wanted to take the time to say that I absolutely love your podcast. Just saying. It's absolutely one of my favorite pick-me-ups through work, school, it, oh wait, through work, school, and even just or even just when I'm home cooking dinners for my boyfriend and I. That's cute. Um, she goes, I love listening to you girls give advice or talk about real issues. I love you girls very, very much, and thank you Aww. for what joy and energy you give me throughout my day. Just saying. So thank you, cutesy. I thought that was really. Cool. I loved that. And then yeah. just one more quick one. And that's why she named herself cutesy because she's, she's so cute. She's so cute. Also, cutesy, can you um, email us and tell me some good recipes? Because I don't know how to cook, and I also what? everyone else out there, can you like email Dear Just Say some go good, on Pinterest, girl. some just good, go on Pinterest. easy, just go on Pinterest, low carb. <laughs> I'm looking for easy low go carb dishes that I can make in a two by four kitchen that has like a very small. Oh my, I got so many recipes. Okay, right good. I will. Okay. This one's from, let me just read the last. Okay. I'll give a last shout out. Nikki A. Benix 619. And she says, I listen to your podcast every morning on my way to work. I absolutely love it. I loved you since Jersey Shore. You, Siggy and Claire are so funny together. It's like I'm chatting with a bunch of girlfriends when I tune in. She goes, love you guys. Keep up the interesting podcast. So thank you, Nikki A. Benix 619. Thank you, Nikki. And thanks everybody for always like, I think it's really nice when people take the time to write in and tell us how much they appreciate our podcast. We really appreciate it. So somebody take the time and do that. Listen to me, we take the time out and we give you guys our all. You know that we're raw and it's not edited or unfiltered. Listen, you guys, we're here for you. Any questions, any comments, any topics. Let's say you don't have a question. You're like, you know what? I really want you to bring up um, Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> I want Love you to it. bring up some topics. You, yeah. you guys, give us ideas. We would be more than happy to like exactly to everything yeah. that comes in. Yeah, it's just as much your podcast totally as it is ours. Yeah. But thank you so much yeah. for everyone who wrote in, and thank you for people we'll for listening. Soon. And we'll talk to you next week. Just saying, bye, bye.